Hello, my friends, and welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today we are going to talk about a truth that can be very difficult to accept and especially to act upon. And that truth is that you will become the amalgamation of the five people that you let speak the most into your life. Take a look at your five closest friends and you'll see your future. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back. Hello, I hope your day's going well wherever you are. Uh, I want to relay a story to you from this summer. When I was traveling with my family, there's this place that we go that we really like. It's an island in the middle of one of the Great Lakes, and you have to take a ferry to get there. And as we were moving along and coming back, my daughters were talking about some kid that they knew, and one of my daughters said, ew, so-and-so, he's done these things, blah, blah, blah. And my other daughter was like, unfortunately, I sat next to him for an entire school year, and it's always more complicated complicated than that. And and she expressed almost some level of affinity for this student who had done some things that were certainly questionable. And before I get the emails about like, hey, how can you let your kids judge other kids? Blah, blah, blah. Just just save your fingers. Um, Man, that was probably a little harsh. But yeah, save your fingers. What that triggered for me was a reminder of something that I've talked around in the past. I've talked about it um, tangentially or adjacent and, and all of those different ways, but I've never actually talked directly about it. And that's what we're going to do today. And that is the the reality that who you hang out with matters. And that's almost so obvious that you're probably like, well, duh. And certainly I've talked around this in the past, but one of the things that I run into a lot with people is they try to pretend that they can hang out with somebody who isn't going where they're going and it won't affect them. Now there is a level of mentorship that can happen. And this is where I see a lot of people lie to themselves. Oh, I'm mentoring that person. No, you're really not probably. A lot of times they're not. I had a client one time who we were talking and she was dating a guy. And in fact, I even cracked a joke about how with her, I'm like, you know, there's more red flags than in a soccer game with this guy. And she said to me, well, I'm observing. I said, you don't observe and participate both. And that is a true statement. I'm going to nuance it out a little bit here for you. When you participate with other people, you are inherently changed. So I do have people that I mentor that if you ask them, they would say, oh, Joe is a great friend of mine. And in reality, I may be one of their great friends, but they're not my great friends. I don't go to them with my troubles. I don't go to them with my issues. I don't go to them with my emotional needs. I have other friends. I actually I have friends for that. And, and so there are different levels of friendship that we have. Certainly there are acquaintances. There are mentees, people that we're mentoring. And then there are friends and then there are close friends and then there's tribe. And all of those different levels matter. And you're going to find different labels for them wherever you go, but we'll stick with those labels currently. They all matter. The, the real question is, who are the people that are getting the most of your capital? In the past, I've said in glancing that tell me who your top five friends are, the five people in your life who get the most of your emotional energy, the most of your social capital, and I'll tell you who you're going to become in the next five to ten years. The five people that you're the closest to, you become the amalgamation of them. You become, I think it was Denzel Washington said, you'll become the sixth. I'm not sure I agree with him completely on that, but you'll, you'll certainly become an amalgamation of them. And when you do that without pondering who are the people in my life that have the majority of my time, you set yourself up to become something that you may or may not want to be, that you lose intentionality.
intentionality. And if you know me, you know I am a big fan of intentionality. And I've had conversations with people who have told me that they didn't agree with me on this, which is always fine. Anybody can disagree with me and I can disagree with anybody. But I want to know why you disagree or I want to know why you agree. And often when they disagree, it's just because they don't want to deal with the consequences of the truth. In other words, there's a difference in you telling me, hey, Joe, the sky is actually purple uh, without any light coming through it. But because the sun hits it, that makes it blue. But really, it's green and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches can only be eaten on Sundays. And I can be like, what did you? I don't agree with what, what, what anything that you just said. Th- that's a different, right? There's There are objective things. Or you could say to me, uh, hey, Joe, peanut butter and jelly is the greatest sandwich ever made. And I could disagree with you and say, no, the greatest sandwich ever made is uh, hard salami with provolone and sliced tomatoes uh, and, and good mayonnaise. That's the greatest sandwich ever made. And we could disagree because that's subjective. So there are objective things that we can disagree on. But if we disagree on the objective things, right, objective being facts like two plus two is four or relatively well-established facts, things like, hey, who you hang out with, you become. It's a psychological truth. When you start to do those things and you start to look at that, we just say, well, we disagree because we disagree because we want to disagree. That's silliness. And so I want you to take time and I want you to look at your life and I want you to think about who are the people that are speaking the most into your life? Who are the people that are giving you the most energy and that you're giving the most energy to be a part of, to be with? Who are they? Are you cultivating your life or are you just kind of letting it grow? Right now, I've got a problem in my driveway. Uh, About a year, two years ago, we had a guy come put asphalt down, crushed asphalt in our driveway and the space around the driveway is grass, obviously, and, and some grass got blown into the driveway and it didn't get blown out and now the the grass is growing and it's growing faster and where there was just a little clump before we left for vacation there's a whole bunch and so I've got to figure out you know I spent 25 minutes the other day pulling grass out of the driveway and I didn't make a dent yet so I'm hoping that we'll get ahead of that right but you can let that happen that grass just grows wherever the wind blows it and there are a lot of people that do that with their lives they let the wind blow them wherever they are they hang out with people without asking themselves, do I want to become like this person? Do I want this person to influence who I become? That's two great questions to ask yourself with anybody who makes it into your inner circles. There are people that, yes, I'm willing to help. Yes, I should be kind to them. Yes, I should do whatever I can to help them when I can, but I don't want them speaking into my life. I don't want them being one of the ones that shapes who I am. I was just talking to someone yesterday and she said to me, when I have other people question decisions in my life, I immediately start to question myself. In fact, she said, it makes me question myself. And I was like, well, wait, nothing makes you question yourself. You choose to. And we did that whole dance for a few minutes. But the reality is, like, to me, that sounds terrifying. Literally everybody who questions you, you then question yourself because they question you. There's just too many people out there that this is not a judgment on their value. It is a judgment on where they're at. And I'm okay with that. They're not people that I want speaking into my life. I don't want someone who's bad at money talking to me about money. I don't want someone who has a work ethic that is less than mine helping me work, right? Because one of the things that I noticed, here's something I noticed. I've worked at a lot of different places in my life. When my wife and I were first married, we lived paycheck to almost paycheck, if you know what I mean. And what I would find is every place I worked, there would be groups of people who would break up, right? And so there would be the people who are motivated. One of the things I did for years is I was a server. And I used to laugh at servers who would come in and they would complain about not having money. But the first hour that they were there, right? So usually a server shift, there's two hours, maybe three hours 
hours of intense waiting on tables, uh, buffeted by two hours each uh, on each side of, of not a whole lot, like maybe a table here, a table there. And they'd walk in and they'd sit in what's called the side station. That's where your drinks are, you know, uh, the soda machines are and where the, just the different things are that servers need to make your experience an experience. And they'd sit there and their their section would get sat. So it's a table that's assigned to them. And they'd look at me and they'd be like, oh, I'm so tired or I'm hungover. Can you go take care of that table for me? Sure. And I'd pick up three or four tables at the beginning of a shift. And then at the end of the night, oh, I can't believe they just sat me. I get off in 45 minutes or I get off in an hour and and I, I want to go out. Can you take those tables? And I'd pick up four or five or six more tables. And there was a group of us that would always take the tables because we were money motivated. I had kids at home. I needed to make money, right? And, and what would happen is occasionally people would come in who were like that. They would be money motivated. They'd be like, oh yeah, let's go do these tables. Let's go do this. And they'd take the extra tables, but they started to hang out with the people who didn't. And in a very short amount of time, they became people that didn't take the extra tables. They gave the tables away. And this is one of those truths that you have to brutally accept. If you guys, if your five best friends are more interested in sports and their man caves than they are in their wives and their husbands, you're on a dangerous path. That is reality. I want you to take a moment. I want you to think about the people that get the most of your time. And then I want you to characterize. And I know in our society, we're told not to do this, but you need to do this. Who you are becoming is dependent upon you doing this. Your future requires this. The people, whether it's three people, two people, five people, go out to about five or six. Who are the people that get the most of your time? Out of those people, who do you most want to mimic in life? And don't be like, well, there's nobody in life I want to mimic. I want to be myself. Of course, I agree with that. That's probably true. And you want to be like someone. Let's not lie to each other. Who do you want to be like? And then characterize them. Are they complainers? I worked with a guy who is a client of mine and he would talk to me about his friends. I'm like, and one day I said to him, I said, it sounds to me like all of your closest friends are complainers. And he laughed and he was like, yeah, that's probably true. I'm like, do you want to become a complainer? He was like, well, no. Well, the chances that you will become a complainer if the people you're hanging out with the most are complainers is pretty high. It's pretty high. And, and so you need to look at your friends and ask yourself, who are they? Not like what their name is or what they do for a living, but who are they? What do they ruminate on? What consistently comes out of their mouth? Is it negativity? Is it positivity? Is it complaining? Is it whining? Is it optimism? What is it? Who is speaking into your life? And then do you want them to be speaking into your life? And this is a hard question because if you answer no to that, you might go through emotional pain of familiarity. And what I mean by that is if you decide, hey, I need to make some changes in how much I hang out with this person, there's going to be emotional pain because there's going to be emotional loss. You're, you have created this familiarity that I talked about in the very beginning with my daughter. And it's fine. That's actually how we're designed to operate as humans. And the question then becomes, but what does that mean for you when you're trying to bring into your inner circle the people that you want to shape your life? Well, just like two people can't sit in the same seat on a bus, that means the person that's there right now has to leave and you're familiar with them. You have a rhythm with them. And that familiarity does not equate to healthiness. And one of the things that you have to decide is, is those five people healthy? Not just are they who I want people to be in my life, but are they healthy? In other words, like so, you know, I want people in my life who are successful at business. I want people in my life who are ahead of me in the business game, who are ahead of me in leveraging from one level of business to another. But I also want healthy people in my life. So if someone's good at business, but they're not healthy, I have to be a curator of how much time I allow them into my life, which can bring pain if I cut someone out. If I'm like, hey, you know what? This guy here was a friend of mine. He 
was my best friend and he's making choices that I can't condone and I don't find that to be overly healthy and so I if we have to have a talk about it and if we can't talk about it and there doesn't seem to be a, a growth mindset there I might need to move on and that's going to bring pain to my life I have to be aware of that all right let's take a second let's talk about what about mentoring because this is important I also want to mentor people but I don't want the people that I'm mentoring to be speaking too far into my life because there's a reason that I'm mentoring them just like I probably don't speak all that far into people's lives who are mentoring me if you're mentoring someone you need to be brutally honest with yourself right so we believe in brutal acceptance someday I'm going to write a book and I think the title is just going to be brutal the three brutals that you need to succeed at life we'll see I'll have to be older to write that though right well older than I am now at least (laughs) anyhow you have to brutally accept that that mentoring is not a friendship it's akin to a friendship it's adjacent to a friendship but if it's straight friendship now there are some friendships that are mentoring don't get me wrong in fact there's an ancient writer who wrote as iron sharpens iron so are people sharpened by their friends he wrote something that and so when you dig into that reality everyone in your life is going to sharpen you at some level but my question is when you start to mentor people so I have some people that's very specifically that I am in a mentoring relationship with they reach out to me with problems they email me they call me they Marco Polo me they snap me whatever it is they reach out to me when they're in trouble when they have questions and there's probably I don't know two handfuls of these people a couple of them I very intentionally am mentoring some of them it's less intentional on my part more intentional on their part that's just how they utilize our relationship and I'm totally okay with it the difference between mentoring and friendship is when I mentor someone I'm in their life to help them and I have zero expectations that they will help me now if they do that's great and that's awesome but I don't I have zero expectations on them about emotional support I have some friends my wife would be my best friend we could go on to I have a couple other friends who if my life is emotionally distressed I might call them I might say hey let's go get a cup of coffee let's go grab a a beverage let's sit down and talk and I am that for them there are other people and these are the mentors that that I definitely are mentees that I'm mentoring that, that I simply, they might call me, but there's almost zero chance I'd call them at two in the morning. When my life is mentally or emotionally distressed, I don't go to them. I go to that group of friends that I was talking about. And yet we can't give up mentoring for the sake of, well, there's five people that I hang out with the most. That's who I'm going to become like. And, and so there's two things running at play here. One, what's the life you want? Is it the life you have? Great. Then how do you improve it? Who's already where you're at? And are those, is that person or are those people having the opportunity to speak into your life? Who are you hanging out with? Do you want those people to be influencers in your life? Who are you spending the most time with? Do you want those people being influencers in your life and how your life works? If not, you probably need to get out. If yes, then you can get into it. Dig into it. Dig deep. But then the other question becomes, who are you mentoring? Who's mentoring you? These are important questions. Those five people are in your life that they're the ones that get your most energy. I would argue two of them should be mentors. Three close friends, two mentors. I think that that is a good mix. I have zero scientific evidence to back that up. But I, when I can convince clients that that's what they need to move towards, three close friends, two to three close friends, one, you know, tribe, and then numbers two and number three be close friends, and then mentors, but not too many mentors. There's a thing, I'm so I'm learning how to play golf. I've mentioned this before. I'm really enjoying it. In fact, the day of this recording, one of my daughters is going to go out with me tonight, and we're going to go uh, chase the ball around for a little bit. And then tomorrow morning, I'm playing with some friends. Thursday morning, I have a golf lesson, and Friday, 
Friday. We're going to play with some friends that, of course, I've never played on before. So I'm very excited about this week of golf. A lot of golf in my life this week. But here's the thing. I don't go to a lesson from with, with one guy on Thursday and then a different lesson to a different guy on Friday. Because one of the things that happens is you get too many voices in your head and it starts to run you the wrong way. Well, wait a minute, Joe. Isn't there wisdom in a breath of information? Yes, absolutely. But at some point, you've got to pick this is the person that I'm riding with. Doesn't mean you have to ride or die. I've never understood that phrase. But this is the person that I'm riding with and I will reevaluate at regular intervals and maybe I step off. Maybe I step away. But until I get to that place that I know for sure, okay, this isn't working the way I'd hoped it would. You just keep moving. And so you keep those mentors in your life. Now, what I've always liked is mentors who had vastly different approaches. So I had two mentors in my life. One who was extremely cautious on almost any business decision, extremely cautious in a different stage of life than me uh, in the last quarter, if you will, where I'm probably more in the third quarter. And, and he was, and he is, very cautious with deals. Very cautious. I had another friend who has passed away, passed away Christmas Day, who he never met a deal that he didn't like. And he was the same age as, as my other mentor, my other friend. And I would listen to both of them. And then I'd make my decision. But I, I, I purposely cultivated feedback from them because they had vastly different perspectives. So I was, again, intentional about two of the three, two of the five people in my life. And then the other three people that I'm very, very picky. How picky are you? And I know that, like, I, I imagine I'm going to get some emails like, Joe, you, you can't really be serious here. People are more than just what they bring to our lives. And I agree. And that's why I'm saying there's a difference between the people who speak into our lives and the people that we, we can journey next to, right? So we flew to vacation and we flew back. Almost all of the people that we flew with were going to Disneyland. I've never gone to Disneyland. I have zero interest in going to Disneyland. I hope I never go to Disneyland. But we all flew together. We all traveled from Grand Rapids to Sanford International Airport together. And it was fine. We went together. In fact, I even talked to to one person waiting to get on the plane. We chit-chatted about life. But I'm not letting those people speak into my life. There are people in my life who it's like that airplane. We're going the same direction right now. And so while we're doing that, we can talk and we can hang out and we can chat. But I'm not going to let them speak into my life. I'm not going to let them become life outcome influencers for me because that isn't wise. All right. I hope that this answers some questions. I get a ton of emails on this, ton of people reaching out to me like, hey, uh, what about that whole five people thing? I'm hoping that I answered that. And uh, if I didn't, reach out to me, joe at joemartino.com. Let me know and we'll move from there. Maybe I'll do a second episode. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.